welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on Lead, season 2022, with your hosts Johnny K. Roos, Vassaboon, and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Hi guys, before we start this week's show titled What Freddie Let Queensland Do to Us, a few important notices regarding the next two weeks. I'll be away overseas, which means we'll skip the next two shows. How are you going to get past this? I don't know. Bass is most upset as his team beat Chris's team by putting 50 points on him this weekend and wanted an entire show dedicated to rubbing Chris's nose in it. The other important notice is our current podcast platform, Wooshka, has been bought out or merged with another platform called Anchor, which I believe is owned by Spotify. When we return, our show will be migrated to the Anchor platform and you may have to find us again and like us again to get notifications when new shows drop. Either way, follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates on how to start listening to us again starting in August. Finally, the show is being released a little later than hoped. Again, I've been busy with preparations for the trip, but it is the State of Origin show, and who doesn't want to always hear about the State of Origin? Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast, whether you feel let down, let down by the New South Wales team on Wednesday night, or if you're wondering, the Queenslander is a mythical spirit with the power of two New South Welshmen, Oh, you are making some sweet love to that somebody special. We are Lebs on League. We're a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL. No holds barred. And with me to discuss Rugby League. As per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Bassaboon. Good evening, gentlemen. Bit of a uh, somber mood here in the room today. I would describe it as somber It's bass. called, you know, losing the unlosable. I just... <laughs> we shouldn't uh, be here. Well, I don't know. Look, you know, there's... All this talk about only Queensland get origin. And I think last night was a clear case of we played rugby league, they played origin. And it was very evident in the way that game was played. We played rugby league, they played origin. We will be talking more about origin, of course. But before we go on, we can go no further without introducing from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing for all your waterproofing needs, Chris Daha. How you going, boys? What was that hype and that build-up? I was expecting something. Was that any Chris? It's Chris. Oh, okay. I'm finding it very difficult to uh, <laughs> finding it very difficult to sit here and talk about uh, what we're going to talk about today. I really don't want to talk about it. Look at us, sad. No, nah, look, you know what? Yeah, you know, as as Bass said, like here we are. We're here again. Like we're here again. They they've done it to us again. This you know when you get a bowling, we need what you get a strike and you get a spare and there's what they bowled us. They bowled us again. Bowling is that that thing where you put your fingers in those holes and then yeah, you get yeah, the flu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's no, I mean, my house is called something else when you put. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when are we gonna sit down and just give it to him one time? Like you had the best opportunity can, to put can, it, give it to him in fifty-two thousand people yesterday, and uh, can I be honest? We need to unwrap some home truths about the way we do Origin. We really, really do. So, what are you suggesting? Because there's a number of things at play here. Is one of them is the Queenslander effect. We have to start accepting that th- there's there's a reality to that. Oh. It's a real thing. They came out. This is a team. I was thought it was a myth. But this I, exactly. As of yesterday, as of yesterday, it's true, man. It's it is. We we we're talking about number one. We should have won Origin one. We should have wrapped up the series after Origin two. We go on to Origin three and a decider. They lose their key playmaker, the guy that destroyed us and gave us the most shtick in game one and two. We thought this is a lay-down mazette. They come out and they out-enthuse us. 
And we've seen what someone like the Tigers would do to the Eels when they just out-enthuse them. They go out there and say, well, you know what? You're a better team than us, but we're going to give you 110%. That's the Queenslander. And especially when they're under the pump and there are a few men down, especially key players, they came out and did it. At what point are we going to say, New South Wales has no identity and we don't play for nothing? You know what lesson we learned yesterday? That if you pick a team solely based on because they're champions at their club level, so we decided to pick a predominantly Penrith side because Penrith have been kicking ass left, right and centre all year for the last couple of years, correct? Yeah. We learned last night that a club side cannot beat a state side. And I think Fittler and Brandy Alexander learnt a very fucking valuable lesson yesterday. You know, and we had this argument. There was the conjecture in the press during the week. Why wasn't Regan Campbell-Gillard picked after he was overlooked when Payne Haas went down and they went for uh, Jordan McLean? Considering that in game one, he ran for the second most run metres of any forward in our pack after Payne Haas. And there was some rumours going around that the Penrith playing group don't like him because of uh, what happened when he left uh, Penrith in 2019. And apparently he said, well, you know, if I'm going to be picked off the bench and if I'm not going to figure in the plans, I'm going to give it that sort of effort. And they feel like he gave up on them and they didn't want him in the side. But he's entitled to do that. He's entitled Bre- to say that. Well, Brandy Alexander, who's the daddy there, the, the father figure, decided to pick all his Penrith sons and listen to his Penrith sons and omit Regan Campbell-Gillard. At the end of the day, Freddie, you're the coach. If you can't say to these players, put your bullshit aside, we need to win a game or we need to pick the best players available. So they decided to cater to the playing group, the Penrith playing group, and omit Regan Campbell-Gillard. We were a prop short yesterday. Considering they lost two players to concussion early in the game and effectively were down to a two-bench rotation, having that extra prop instead of Talakai, who offered fucking nothing. He didn't do anything, did he? Offered nothing, right? And then if you want to go on about the Penrith playing group, Stephen Crichton, shit decisions. Both tries were scored down his side. Some of the passes that he tried to force and the shit that he tried to do they was ridiculous. They opened the stuff down that side as well. Correct. He, he was a disappointment. And, and we all said he should never have been there from the start. Luai was non-existent. No. Nah. To'o wasn't at his usual self. Nathan Cleary. Now, uh, talk Bass. about when you really need someone to step up. And, and my mate Bull made an... I'll give you the floor in a sec, Chris. Shout out to my mate Bull. Bull is a human, right? He made a very important... Uh, well, he made an, a very informed observation, I should say. Yep. Having Nathan Cleary played three games this series, out of the series that he's played, he's lost two and won one series. In the grand final last year against South, had Adam Reynolds kicked that field goal, uh, sorry, that shot for a goal from yep, the sideline, the game could have been completely different. He's actually gone missing where it counts the most. And so I'm starting to think, is it a myth? It's great. It's it's one thing to be a, a great, you know, halfback at club level when you're surrounded by a ten million dollar gun side as he is. Yesterday cometh the hour, the man went missing. I thought a lot of us did though, Bass. We didn't play as a team. Where, where was our structure? Where was Toto, who ran for the most meters in game one, game two, as a back? He could, he had to go searching for the ball yesterday. Where's our backline movement? Where was any of the structure that we expected to? They had it in spades. They were sending the ball from left to right to left to right. They were gassing us, yet they were two men down on their rotation. 
I think the fact that they were two men down on their rotation sort of actually altered their, again, this is Fitler being outcoached. They altered their game plan and they thought, you know what? They have their set of six, they hit it up. When they kick the ball to us, we're going to return serve. We're going to kick the ball early back to them. So their forwards now have to turn around and run back the 70, 80 metres to be able to turn around and hit it up again. They and wanted th to play that game. And they played that game well. And they did. Right. Now, Ashley Klein, game one, put the whistle away. Game two was a penalty and a six again a thon. Game three, he put the whistle away. We didn't adjust. They bashed us. They held us. They they were up on their line speed was lightning. They were gang tackling for the whole game. Tino was at his grubby best. I've never seen Daly Cherry Evans be that grubby. He was at his grubby best. I think the uh, the Queensland uh, mentality has finally rubbed off on him. When was the last time you saw a referee let players like that go loose? For 10 minutes straight. When was the last time you saw a referee do that? Because the game was loose in that first 10 minutes. It was loose. They were flying out. They were throwing themselves at each other. They were gang-tackling blokes. Guys, we had three concussions in three minutes, the first three minutes. Ashley Klein didn't do anything. Well, you can't do anything about concussions. That's people no, throwing no, their no, body no, on the Bass, line. No, but Bass, it was 100 miles. We've never seen a ref like that. The guys were coming with forearms and, and everything like that. In the first 10 minutes. It, it seems to me that the Queensland, you know, staff went up to Ashley Klein and said, this is how we want to play the game. And he let them do it. And yeah, but hang on, Johnny. You can't say that. Because we had the opportunity to go, okay, well, if they're doing it, why don't we? No, no. We no. had that opportunity. No, but, no, but they know, started but to they hold go, them down yesterday. If they go in with a game plan, Bass, based on what they already know, I mean, it's a conspiracy theory. But Tino, Ba'asu Malaawi, mate, he was going at it like Clemmer was going at it with South last week, right? But he didn't get away with it. He got in the, He got put in the bin. He was penalised several times for what he was doing. Tino was a man possessed, getting away with absolutely anything that he wanted, and he just kept going right until the end of the game. Well, the game he got changed. away with absolutely everything. Forearms, okay. holding people down, who did we facial have, massages. Who did we have in our side that could do what Tino was doing? No one. That's right. Again, Freddie Fittler, you're going in for a decider. You know it's in front of their crowd. You know they're going to play dirty and be mongrels. He picked gentlemen. Okay, so he picked Matt Burden, right? And we thought Matt Burden was okay in game two. Now, what's he picked him for, though? To put up two midfield bombs. Up that's it. Okay. But, but it was now, now, what do you have picked? Now, would we, should he have gone with, with, um, with Jack Warning in one of the center spots? Well, I would have listened. I would have taken... What? On the back of game two, the strongest center was Matt Burden. So he stays. Now, Jack Wyden was arguably our best player in game one. Why did he miss game two? He had COVID. So why wouldn't he walk back into game three? I don't understand. He wasn't not there because... They wanted to tick that box and Bass. say, we've got now 10 Penrith players Bass. in this side. Bass, I agree with you. New South Wales doesn't have... To, the, the squads don't have to be the same squads if, for game one, two, and three. If you get picked for that game and, you, and you've done your job, well, you've done your job. Right? But if someone else has to come in that was better than you, that should have been there for game one, or he's better than you, should be there for game two. Latrell Mitchell should have been there last night. We all know this. There was a moment in that game designed for Latrell Mitchell, right? And the starting centers yesterday should have been Latrell Mitchell and Jack Wyden. Because Matt Burden came in, okay, for one of those. But if those two are available, they should be picked. We've got to say to Matt Burden, you know what? Thanks for doing a job in game two. We've got to build a squad because yesterday in the in one of the, uh, I think Cherry Evans spoke about 
when he was doing the speech, he thanked the guys that even aren't here or played a part in it in game one or whoever who was there. Like Corey Oates came, did a job yesterday, and that's it. You know what I mean? He, I guarantee you, if Xavier Coates gets um, is back, he gets picked. You look at cricket, for example. It's a squad. You know that at the Sydney cricket uh, Sydney cricket ground, there's spin, so you pick two spinners. You know at the Wacker, it's a bouncy, fast wicket. You pick four pace bowlers. Four, four, four right. pace bowlers. So for us, you know you're going up to hostile territory. You need fucking mongrels. Freddie should have picked some fucking mongrels. You've That's what to, he didn't do. You know, in sports, no, the same, Bass. Right. Bass, basketball, right. basketball's the same. Like when so, like it's horses for courses. You know what I mean? Like you know, you know, basketball. You can you can have a small lineup, or you can have a big tall lineup with big boys underneath. Like they have to treat it like a squad of like the NFL. Like you, you know, like the NFL. They have um, what fifty man squad. You've got to have an extended squad. Your best players, they get picked. If they're available, they get picked, regardless of whoever was in game two and they won you that game. I hate this shit that you gotta say. Oh, but they won't. We can't change a winning team. Why can't you change a winning team? Why can't you change? I wonder. Well, Why can't you? Because Jack Wyden and bloody Latrell Mitchell are 10 times better than Matt Burden at centre. Because yeah. Matt Burden plays bloody 5'8". Well, let me okay, tell you. And the way Stephen Quarren's going. No, regardless though. He's falling off the cliff at, Chris, playing at the best. At, you know what I mean? Chris, Latrell Mitchell, and I know we had this discussion last week. He's not ready to go Johnny, back I to understand the state that. of I origin football. To say. And he pulled himself out, and I believe rightly so. Not because I'm a Souths fan, but he wouldn't have been ready for it, Chris. He would have pulled another hammy and bang, gone. In that level of footy, he's got to ease himself back into it. And I, I, I 100% believe that. Yeah, no, I disagree with you, K-Riz. And I'll e- tell you either why. Way, either way. At 12-10, at 12-10. Let's, say, at let's 10. say it was a Queenslander. Let's say it was a Queenslander and he had the same issue that Latrell has. Do you think he would have ruled himself out for a disorder? And then what would have happened had he done his hammy? It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. It 100% matters. Hey, can I, hey, it matters for your club side. Hey, That's why you're saying hey, that. But absolutely. Well, yes. But you you want to You're not... You don't go and play for Souths to win a state of origin. But can I ask you one thing? You go and play for Souths to try and come home with so a then why? At 12-10, at 12-10 yesterday, we had a couple of sets where we tried to get a repeat, right? They knocked us back like two, three times. But at 12-10, in like, there was like tw- 21 minutes or 20 minutes to go. You think Tenout Latroy Mitchell can't take someone on and fall over that line? Probably, but he's not because you know who Chris. did it. Because you know who did it for Queensland? Caelan Ponga done that. He ran between Stephen Crichton and Talakai. He's a stick. He ran between them as hard as he could. He got through the line and scored that try. Are you telling me Latrell could not barge over the line? No, Latrell could have made a difference. I have no doubt that he could 100%. Have. But in the meantime, let's say Latrell Mitchell's not playing because he wasn't going to be make himself available. Why was White still not picked instead of Stephen Crichton, who we picked as a problem before the game in the last podcast. He came off the He bu- proved he out to be a player that was struggling yesterday. He had no impact. He was a turnstile. He couldn't actually push the line back or anything like that. He was an ineffective player. Whiten should have been there instead of him. We already know that. So why has he come? Is it, what, we, we should have known that because he came off the bench in game one. I know. He didn't know what to do with him. And the other thing is, though, Chris, and, and this is where I, I, I wholeheartedly believe what we lost this, we didn't go out with the right game plan. We were doing some one-out stuff, and when we got batted back like we knew they were going to do, what's their defence when they've got a main, uh, a main player down they're a lesser of a squad. Everyone picked it. New South Wales, the hot favourites going into it. They out-enthused us. They out-intensified us. They did everything they needed to do to put us off our game. And instead of being able to say, right, let's reset ourselves and let's try and get something going, they didn't. They were shocked. They were playing one-out stuff. 
There was nothing inventive. They had nothing when they were up at their line. Everything was played on our line because that's the way Queensland wanted it, and they got what they wanted. We had no answers. We had no game plan. We had no structure. I don't think they had a game plan for three games, to be honest, because the way Queensland played yesterday, they played like game one. They played the same game as game one. Exactly. So this is a Freddie issue as far as I'm they concerned. Played, they, Queensland played like game one yesterday. Listen, there's a reason why a lot of Penrith players were picked, okay? Now, once you win premierships and once you're a, a leading contender to win another premiership and you're going well, you can't afford to keep the whole side together, right? You can't afford to keep that side together. We've known, we've seen this over many, many years. Clubs win a premiership, they've got to move the players on because they've got to upgrade players, so on and so forth. This was Brandy Alexander's thank you to the Penrith Panthers by picking all these Penrith players. Here's an extra 30 grand. And guess what? You might take a pay cut to play at Penrith, but I'm going to guarantee you an origin spot, which That's you do so. That's interesting theory, Vass. That's a very interesting theory. I'm going to guarantee it's you. Plausible. A, a, it's fucking, it's what do you plausible. mean it's plausible? It is 1 million percent correct. <laughs> okay? Well. What is he doing there? What? what, what is Sorry, he... Stephen Crichton, after coming off the bench for five minutes in game one, Right, even when we won forty-two to twelve in game two, he played a very, very, very minor role. Wins a spot for game two. He wins, and then he well, he and he, then game three. He got his spot in game two via the Bradbury rule. Right, correct. And in game three, he, he shouldn't, shouldn't have been there. So what did Stags do wrong? Okay, what, did Stags do that much of a wrong more than Croydon? No, he didn't. But they pinpointed the fact that. But didn't you see Stags? On, on the weekend when, when he played the Dragons, he had, a, he, had a, he had a top game. Okay, don't fall for the same trap that they want us to fall for. Club land is different to origin. Stags, look, Jack Wyden was your answer. Don't look any further. Know, but I'm just don't saying, look any further. I'm just comparing how they, they, chose, him, they chose Stags on, on game one. Like, was he that bad than Stephen Corden that he got the punt? I know what you're saying, Chris, and I agree with you. I think the answer is no. I think Stags was probably better than Corden, and Corden should have got the punt. As much as... I, I take my hat off to Jack Trevojevic for what he did. He's not a prop. He filled in a role, but he's not a prop. Like, you look at Jacob Saifidi's debut yesterday, yeah? How good was he? Uh, took us by surprise. Okay. But he ran the ball like a prop runs the ball, right? He was poking his head through the line. He was, he was but Do you think Campbell, Jake, Jake Trevojevic doesn't do that. He was there purely for defensive reasons, right? Every That's time he ran, he got stopped where he stood. Where he stood. I don't... Look, I love the guy because he wears his heart on his sleeve and, he, and he'll and he give you 80 minutes if he has to hold, if he has to stick to himself together with duct tape. That's not... We're not debating that. But, again, horses for courses. Origin, you need four props. You need two starting and you need two on the bench, right? How much impetus did we lose when he had to take off Paulo and he kept Trebojevic on there because he couldn't afford to take them both off. He was gassed, man. That's why he put Talakai on. He left him on there because he played big minutes. He put Talakai on the worst probably 12 minutes in whatever minutes he played in his career. And then he had to quickly swap him. Uh, he had to put Jake back on. But boys, what does New South Wales stand for? Like, what do we stand for? Look, look at the greats they had. You were just, uh, you were just showing us a clip about Thurston. There was Thurston and Nate Miles there on the yeah. sideline. Billy Slater had Cameron Swift was on the commentary or yeah. he was in the box as well. But, like, they have legend, like legendary blokes that play the game hard. You know what I mean? Like, Cooper Kong talks about Queensland. Everyone that talks about Queensland, why don't we have, like, okay, Peter now. Sterling? Why don't we have Blocker Roach? Why don't we have Paul Harrigan? Why don't we have Mark Carroll? Paul Se 
why don't we have these go these guys that that those boys represent New South Wales in origin. They played that to the hard gladiators. Who do we have? Greg Alexander. Yeah, Fitlack's got that his mate. That fights with Randy. the media. That fights with the media about selection. That's all he talks about, selection. Who's he going to select? Because he's trying to justify his little children that he picked from Penrith. It's a boy. You know what? We've reduced the New what South Wales team to a boys club. You're right, Chris. We've got too many nice guys and not enough mongrel in the dressing rooms. What do we stand for? And this is why Queensland won. They won on that mentality. That you me, spoke about, Johnny. You spoke going, about we're going, it. We're going back to the myth of the Queensland. Let me ask you a question. Sorry to cut you off, Johnny. Last year, when Nathan Cleary wasn't available, or what kind of what year, we picked Mitchell Moses, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. What, did, what happened to us? We lost. We lost that last game. They picked Dearden because Munster went down. How, did, how good did Dearden go yesterday? How good? Dearden stepped up. We lose, like, okay, they didn't have Munster. They found a way to win. We lose a player, we'll try and ride the game and see what happens. Stay in it as long as you can. Mate, they didn't play yesterday to stay in it as long as they can. They came to play. And plan. again, like I said to you, we played footy, they played origin. Mitchell, uh, that, that's exactly how it went, Bass. That I is know. the yeah. best way to describe it. We played footy, they played origin. Correct. Billy Slater, uh, they asked Billy Slater a question about Tom Dearden. Like, did you know when you were going to have the squad? They already knew that night when months they were time. So they went to Tom Dearden's room to tell him, like, you know, you're in, whatever. You know what Tom Dearden said to him? I am not going to let you down. That's the mentality. No, no, I'll tell you the difference. I'm not going to let you down. That's, he already knew he was ready to go. Like, I'll tell you. I have to give it everything that I got, and I can't let Queensland or my coach down. Okay, now let me go. Like, me, he's already won the game there. Let me, let me take you back to last week, what we said. Did Mitchell we Moses about, say that? No. Let, no. Me, let me tell you what will let us down. How Brad Fittler, I don't care if you know what his, a player's intentions are. How Brad Fittler allowed Brian Toto to come out in the press and say, I'm going to play for Samoa. Before you worry about playing for Samoa, how about you get your job done here first? This is how Brandy Alexander and Freddie Fittler didn't keep their house in order. Keep their house under wraps. Once Origin's done, come out with your fucking intentions. Eyes on the prize, focus on what you're fucking doing here right now. I don't know how he managed to get away with that. He shouldn't answer the question. Just say, all he has to say is, I'm not, all I'm focused is about winning the, uh, my state of Origin. I'll got. I'll let you. I'll let you know what we're gonna do, or what. What you know. What my. I don't think are. anybody. Asked he shouldn't him. ask him. I don't think anybody asked him. He just came out and put it on his social media. I'm gonna play for Samoa. Like it's like Latrell Mitchell playing that game, and after he played the game, he said, oh, I'm, "I'm not gonna be making myself available for State of Origin." Correct. Make that statement. Beforehand, before. I got no Make issue with Latrell. I got no issue with Latrell not making himself available. So but here we say are. It. Yeah. Say yeah. it. Yeah. I hate the fact that these guys get their Origin jersey and they go, oh, "I'm not gonna sing the national anthem." They get their origin jersey, but I'm not going to play for Australia. They get their origin And look, here we are arguing over who's available, and you said to me, oh, he shouldn't play. How many times have you seen players come back from injury early one week so they can have one game under their belt to get chosen for origin? So when they feel like it, the money is, you know, you can't let go of the money. They, we yeah. know they all do it for the money. But you know what? I'm sick of players doing it for their own purpose. It's either you're available or, or, don't not. or not. But and don't come out and say after the fact, oh, I think I'm going to play for Samoa in the World Cup because the World Cup only comes around every four years and I'm doing this for my family. And then Brad Fittler going, that's all right, buddy. You do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, you do like, what you want to do. fifteen grand for this game? Yeah. Anyway, we've got another game coming up for you next week. You get, you get that but, one too. But Johnny, I agree with you. Like, How much of us thought Latrell's back? He's got one game under his belt. He's going to be playing State of Origin. So we're watching him. He's killed it, right? He's going to get picked. He gets in front of the camera after the game, and what's he say? 
Yeah, he's I'm, ruled himself I'm, out. I'm pulling myself how out. How much? How many? How many people sitting at home, or when they saw that or heard that, thought, "Mate, are you serious?" Or, like, they were happy, and then they were let down okay. in one go. Let, let's let's just remove that scenario from the picture for a second, because the way I'm seeing it, though, is regardless of whether Latrell was going to play or not. We should have won that game on paper. We should have, of course. We still should have had Whiten in there, by the way. But we still should have won that game. They came out and they hit us hard, and we knew that we knew what their game plan was in minute one. Cam Murray he gets knocked out within a second. Then Cobbo gets knocked out, and then uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, Collins. Lindsay Collins. Mate, it was just bash and barge. We have to outmuscle you, and that's what their plan was from start to finish. They won with 15 men. And they talked about how gassed they were and how they knew they just had to keep going. Ben Hunt, he talked about it. He just said, I was just doing, was thanking God that it was a forward behind me because I tell you what, I had nothing left, but I knew I had to get to the line. Talk about talk about Queensland. So Josh Papaliti, we'll, we've been speaking about him for what, the last four weeks, how much he hasn't played more than 26 minutes. Do you know how many metres he made yesterday? He didn't even get like 60 metres. He made 101 metres yesterday. Gassed. He was gassed, but he, he found the second leg. He, he, he went to another place. He wasn't even making more than 50 metres a game. He, he made 101 yesterday. I can't get my head around the fact that we've lost another game that we should have won. We've lost he another made 101 metres. we should have won. That's what disappoints me about New South Wales. And I'm saying New South Wales. Maybe I say, Freddie, this is what I want to know. What am I disappointed in here, guys? Who am I disappointed in? Are we the just, problem is the are problem we just going to stand up and applaud Queensland for being Queensland? Or do we have to have a look at what Queensland beat us wrong? in the mind games? They beat us in the mind games. Let me tell you how. I don't give a fuck what Gordon Tallis thinks of how we do our business here. You worry about your shit and we'll worry about ours. But that's how oh, they get us in the head. There's no lo- that's what I said. They beat us with the mind games. Oh, what happened to loyalty? Oh, you know, you lose a game and you want to do wholesale child. So what? So what? At the end of the day... You have to do what you have to do to win. And Freddie, oh, I'm not going to change a winning team. Why aren't you, Freddie? At the end of the day, you brought, in, you brought in players for game two because your hand is forced. Now, the players that you brought in to replace those ones that your hand was forced on, they're available. They should walk back in. That's right, but that's what I mean. It goes back, back to my point. We don't have to keep the winning team. We could change it. They listen to these And not just that. You're going up to Queensland to play in hostile territory. You need to pick a side that can is capable to take it and then dish it out again. I'm disappointed in Paul Gallen. He should have played. And, you know, just on Cam Murray, how many concussions away is he from retirement? That's two origin games. That, and sorry, I don't want to... Like, the guy went in with his whole heart and everything. Like, we're not questioning his uh, intent and his... Cost us. It did cost us. But again, Bass, we took out two of their key players with the same thing. But we still lost. They won. Because they the still, still had the a balance. team of mongrels. Carrigan, mongrel. Papali, mongrel. Tino, mongrel. Like, they pick a team of mongrels because Origin needs that. Origin, and you know what? I know we laughed him off and everything. But last night, you could have done with Tariq Sims, let me tell you. Because he would have got down in the trenches. 
I know he was non-existent in the game, but I'm not saying it was Tariq. We need somebody with that mint. Mate, yeah, look, at, he, look at Clemmer on the weekend. He's the a loose he cannon. He's a loose cannon. Correct. He's, he's a loose cannon. Mate, you couldn't have done badly with Clemmer last night. You needed a loose cannon. I've singing Clemmer's praises. Yeah. He was a loose cannon um, against Brisbane, Tariq. He was a loose cannon. That's a loose cannon you need in origin. Yeah, last night's game was designed for him, wasn't it? Just to go loose, because everyone was loose last night. Everyone Absolutely. was off the leash. Just going at each other. It was that, but do you think Tariq would not put a cheap shot on someone last night? On Ben Hunt or someone like that? Or, or the hooker? I think 100%. Clemmer and Tariq in that team is what we needed yesterday. That's for sure. I can't I can't believe that. Like Clemmer, but... Look, how bad can he be? Mate, look at Clemmer's stats all year. And this is why I wanted him in game one. He's better than three. Jacob Saifidi. His, his stats all year have been fantastic. That guy's been playing the minutes. He's been playing with intensity. And he's been he's been certainly getting the meters. He runs that straight. That guy's been fantastic, and he's got the mungle that you're looking for, back. And I believe I believe Damien Cook's played his last Origin game. I believe Talakai <sighs> has done. I think Stephen Cro- like the hooker. Look, the hooker's a big problem. Look at our bench. Look at our bench. Damien Cook played ten minutes, offered nothing when he came on. Granted, there wasn't much to be done by that time, and his forwards weren't giving him any. But when you get Harry Grant come on the field, he ignites the side. Damien Cook doesn't ignite our side. Sorry, he doesn't. Take your South's hat off. He doesn't ignite Bash, our side. There wasn't one player that was going to ignite the side yesterday. I don't blame Damien Cook for coming off and not being an impact player. The entire team was doing nothing. What I'm trying to say to you, had the tables been reversed and Queensland were in the situation that we were in last night, Harry Grant comes on, he ignites the side. He ignites... Oh, nothing was igniting New South Wales. New South but Wales he did ignite the, the side, Bass. I, I know. I know. Because and Harry Grant's the sort of player, even if he's captain, Cherry Evans was calling for the ball, I'm still going to come out of dummy half, I'm going to do a pirouette, and I'm going to kick for my back rower to score a try. I don't care that you're the captain and you're calling the ball. We don't have a player like that. We don't have a player like because, that. Because you know why? Like because you know why? You know why? Because we have to give it to Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary needs the ball in his hand. But they were playing with four playmakers yesterday. They played with four. And ben, ben Hart was playing lock. Lock and halfback. But, but no, you also hit the nail on the head. If there was any plan yesterday, they've got to do their job as players. And if they've been told, get the ball, ball to Nathan, theory, it's got to do that. Yeah, uh, but no, Coruscant no, doesn't. Yeah, but, Cor- but Coruscant did do that. And that's what Coruscant did as well. Yeah, but he offered it to him all, all the time. But that's why Coruscant was chosen. And, and he stayed on there that's for That's why long. Coruscant was chosen. He stayed on but there But let me tell you something. His defense was outstanding. Coruscant defensively was outstanding. Yeah, what was wrong with Hooks? But Damien Cook wasn't chosen to come on for his defence. He was chosen to come on in the last 10 minutes of the game and ignite the side. Didn't do it. He doesn't have that in him. Nah, mate, the game was lost by then. Seriously, the game was lost by then, Bass. I'm not J- saying... Johnny, how was the game lost? When he came on, we were down by four point, two points. It was 14-12 when he came on. It was 16-12 when he came on. 16-12, yeah, when, he when he came away. on. We only tried away. How was the game lost? Converted try, converted try. We win that game 18-16. You know what? We had a chance to win the 18-16. Luai, Luai threw a stupid haymaker pass, Hail Mary for nothing. Stephen Cro- And you know what? I, I'm happy that in a roundabout way, it's come back to bite Brandy Alexander on the bum, picking his little boys from Penrith. You've got to spread the love, mate. You've got to pick the best players you have available at, for yourself. Jack Wyden admitted, don't know how. I know we... We, you know, much maligned when we did our podcast earlier in the year, but he proved himself in game one that he is probably our best number 14 utility that we have. And to leave him completely out of the side, what did Talakai do in game two that was so outstanding that he warranted his, and it was all about Fittler showing, 
Yeah, Queensland, you think we're not loyal? We don't pick and stick? Well, I'm picking with the same... So- you know what? That's where you lost it. Freddie. Oh, my God. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this breaking story right now. What? Benji Marshall is to become the head coach of the West Tigers. He is set to agree a five-year deal and take over Tim Sheens in 2025. Take over when? For five years. Did you hear <laughs> what I just said? Exclusive. Michael Carianas just dropped now. Benji Marshall to become head coach of the West Tigers. Yes. He's set to agree to a five-year deal to take over from Tim Sheens in 2025. That's fucking three years away still, man. But So, so he's obviously going to be... Bass, Bass. They've made the call now. So they think he's going to be a great coach in three years' time. No. So they're signing him no, for now. No, no. What they're doing is he's going to be he's going to be assistant to fucking... What's his name now for I the understand. next three years? So, so what makes you think he's going to be that good in three years' time? He's not going to be that good. So they're making the same mistake. What a ridiculous announcement. I mean, just put him in as assistant coach for a while and see how things go and then work out what comes next. Just say Tim Sheens to be head coach for the next two years. That's what they should have done. Oh, my God. They just don't learn, do they? They just So they think Benji Marshall is going to be a better coach than Cameron Sorrell down three years' time. Is that what they're trying to say? No, they're trying to pick somebody from their culture, bro. They're Bass, trying to, Bass they're trying is to learning. Fix... Bass is just starting to learn to be a coach. <coughs> so what? So, so they've given you three years. Yeah, he's going to serve an apprenticeship. That's wor- that's, that's actually worse than what Serraldo, because Serraldo's actually been a assistant coach for 10 years. Serraldo doesn't want the gig. I oh, know, but he's been a coach for 10 years as an assistant. You can't give the job to somebody who doesn't want it. Nobody wants to coach the Tigers. Nobody wants to coach the Tigers. This is unbelievable. What are you doing, Kevin? Well, I'm just checking. Checking what? Stuff. You're trying to justify Damien Cook? No, no, Cook? because you, you're talking about how Damien Cook didn't do his job. Yeah. Just give me one sec. Uh, Damien Cook, 25 tackles. Matt's 29. Okay, if you want to have a look at the, the, the tail of the tape yeah. between Coruscant and Cook. Yeah. Okay, Apicorosai was on the field for 68 minutes. He yeah. ran seven runs, yeah. total of 20 metres. Yeah. Damien Cook was on the field for 28 minutes. Yeah. He ran for two runs for nine metres. Yeah. I don't see how, like for like, there's a massive difference in that. No, no. But wait, and in that entire time, while he's on there for 68 minutes, he made 29 tackles. In 28 minutes, Cook made 25 tackles. I'm saying he was an impact player. He did come on. He did his work. No, no, he came on and played hooker. Yes. He came on and played hooker. The unfortunate thing is when you're coming off the bench as a hooker, you're coming off to spark the side. You're coming on now that the, the, the bashing is done, the fatigue is set in, you're coming on now to rove, to run around, to find a little hole, to get your players on the front foot. I know, Bass, but when I said that the game was lost by then, the game was lost because the rest of New South Wales were carrying with their tails between their legs at that point. But that's what I'm saying, John. He, he needed... Mate... You've seen when Harry Grant comes on. If that's, the Bris- that's what Cleary's supposed to do. No. He's supposed to be the idol, the god, well, the playmaker, the, the, the hero of the New South Wales team, according to Well, Fittler as far as I'm concerned, Alexander, Alexander and Fittler need to uh, have a probe done into their selection oh, criteria. They need, a, they need to, a major overhaul of the way they do stuff because, you know... You, you cannot expect to have all your players available every year. Everybody's, oh, but if we had Latrell and if we had Treba. Well, we didn't have. You can't say what if. We've lost a series. What if doesn't win you a series? What are you going to do when you don't have troops available to you? And last night, we're down in the trenches. One out. One out. One oh, out. Yeah. Sorry, with all due respect, Brad Fittler is a premiership winning, is a two-time 
Premiership winning 5'8", Origin legend. Greg Alexander, Premiership winning halfback. And if you two are half and 5'8", you are playmakers. And if the best that you can come up with is one, one out, out, one, one out, out, one out, you don't deserve the job. Bash, Sorry. Bash, you know, can't you draw up a list of 50 blokes? Like 50. Pick your best 50 and keep them, keep them close to your chest so you know, okay, well, we've got five centres. This is our choice. One, two, three, four, five. Halfbacks. One, two, three, four. If we if they come up with four, like Chris, you, have you, a list of them. You pick a team with an extended extended squad. Yeah, you're, that, su- you're supposed to have that in mind already. They just failed at it. I know, but what happened to Victor Radley? He got chosen an extended. What, what happened to him? Where he was could, Radley when we looked? Could you have ball. used the Radley last night? Of course, you could have had, but he was on extended bench. No, no, he the wasn't. week before. No, no, no. He was chosen the week before. Right? Yeah. So what happened? I don't. And even Robson what is their fucking right. system? Where, what was, is, where was he this time? He wasn't there this and time. What, about, and what, what about, is their system? Not even on the squared. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And what nothing. about Sawali? He was well, there. We couldn't be, Sawali couldn't be any worse now, than bloody Now you understand why man. I'm saying to you this is a way. I don't give a fuck that it's the Roosters, that it's... Brad Fittler is Penrith Roosters. Alexander is Penrith. The bulk of the players in and around this squad have come from those two clubs. This is... Um, under the table payment, this is why you play for the Roosters, because New South Wales coach is Freddie Fittler, you'll be in the extended squad, take a pay cut to play, you'll get a little bit of money on the side, well, you don't do you worry, we'll Melbourne keep kept it together? Well, how do you think Melbourne kept it together back in the day for Queensland? They did the same thing. Can I uh, talk about that fight between Gagai and Burton? Started by Gagai, through the first punch, Burton was getting absolutely destroyed, he had no choice but to fight back. He got choked, he, he got choked. He had two right. people on him as well straight away. And, and then Gag- three and, and four. And then, then three Gagai. and four. Yeah. Mate, that guy was absolutely ambushed. And Gagai punched first, just went straight for it. He knew it was coming. You know when a punch is coming. He braced and he tried to punch back. Almost knocked him out as well. That was He collected him. Because to start with, you're, you're sitting there going, no one's going to punch me. You're not allowed to punch me. The moment he clocked his hand, it came. He thought, oh, here it comes. It's too, too late to defend. He clocked him square in the face. You see what his cheek looked like at the end of it? But you're not allowed to punch. So you're allowed to get absolutely destroyed, pounced on by three or four players of the opposition on your own, but you're not allowed to punch and you get sent to the sin bin. I guarantee you, even if he didn't throw a punch, he was going to the sin bin as well. He was going to go to the sin bin as well. Okay? Even if you're not involved in the fight, if you don't actually partake and you get your ass kicked, the referee's not going to go, well, it takes two to tango. And let's face it, Ashley Klein wanted to get to the car park safely, so he had to sin bin a New South Wales player too. At, as far as I'm concerned, the guy who threw the first punch is the guy that goes. The other person is allowed to defend himself. As right. soon as that first punch is thrown, you, oh, you've done it now. Right, but, but the rules also state, third man in is the first one to go, and then we'll do the other two after. That was Tino. Tino was not only the third man in, he actually grabbed a handful of face, if you saw it, then he put him in a, in a chokehold while... Uh, Gagai landed another couple on his head. Then a few more came running in. At the end of the day, the melee started and there was punches thrown. The New South Wales players, that was your opportunity to go absolutely ballistic. I agree with Bass. I was going to say that. Ab- like, that's you know your what? time right there and there. You step that was up your time you to step up there. and say, right, you you're going to throw? Up. We're going to belt now. What's he going to do? Send everybody off? He wasn't going to send everybody off. Those two were going. And they were the only two that were going to go because if Tino didn't even get called out and put on report for the third man in, it was fucking open slather. That was New South Wales' opportunity to go, right, let's go. And Again, they did it. I blame Do you know they got fined I, today? I, I have no Who idea. got fined? They got fined. Who? Gagai and Tino. Oh, wow. 
Gagai and Tino got fined. So basically, what, what happened to Burton? nothing. Nothing happened. Because he got bashed. What? What? Jeez, Louis. But, but, what do you expect Burton to do if what if you're getting choked and someone's throwing punches to your face, right? And you've had enough. What are you going to do? You're going to throw one back again. This you, is you're going to throw a punch back. What was the video ref doing? At what point can he just say he Tino. tripped over? He should, yeah, he tripped over in butt. He, was, he tripped over. He Wanda went. To, he was running back on side. He tripped over. Honda got up and he, he ran into him. Right, Gago thought that he, cut, you know, gave him one. So Gago comes flying in. At the end of the day, where's the video ref? You saw the entire incident. You, you saw the entire incident. As far as the Burton tripping over Ponga yeah. incident as well. You saw it. And then you'll come and then you'll see Gagai come in and push him. Then you'll see him punch him. Then you'll see Tino come in and then tear his face off. Mate, you see everything. I don't understand how they managed to get away with that. And Tino, of all people on the field that day, how he managed to come in as the third person after everything else he did leading up to that, he managed to stay on the field. That should have been down two men. But did you think Ashley Coleman was going to send two blokes? In that, in right there and there, in the, the way the game was going, do you think he was going to send two blokes? Well, then no. What, no way in hell. Then tell me what happens from here. Who's standing up and saying, what are we going to do about this? That was wrong. You guys should have sent two people off in the bin. We need the referees to stand up and be accountable for this. And we need to make sure that when the, you play State of Origin, there are still rules. This is where the failure comes from. And Chris touched on it a little bit earlier. Freddie Fitley, you've chosen your origin side, yeah? Grab your forwards and say to Paul Harrigan, and say to Mark Carroll, and say to Ian Roberts, take him out for a couple of days. They're your boys. I want him back here, ready to run through walls and bash heads. But that's, but that's how Queensland do it. And if you feed them anything other than raw meat. That's how Queensland do what it. Who did we bring in? We brought in their mates again. Danny Baderis. Another nice guy. <laughs> Sorry, with all due respect, I don't rate Danny Baderis. Even at origin level. The hooker, the hooker's at least of our worries, but... I don't rate Danny Badera. Who did there? you bring in? They brought in the nice guys. Who did you bring in? Nice guys. Come on, man. And, this and is I have no doubt that Fittler's game plan was, and I think his game plan was absolutely messed up, and I think it lies with Fittler and Brandy. I think he would have said, don't play their game. Even if they punch, don't punch. Even if they tear your face off, don't retaliate. That's their game. You play your game. I tell you what, their game absolutely destroyed us last night. But why Why the referee... We had nothing. Because we're coward. Our tail's between our legs. The referees are keep getting it wrong all the time. Like, if we know the third man in deserves a 10 minutes in the bin in a fight, why can't you send him in the bin? What, what are you scared of? Because of the situation? The crowd? What are you scared of? The referee made a mistake the week before. Get to Dragons. He should have blown the penalty. Why didn't he blow the penalty? Why did they make? If it's a penalty, blow it. But I remember. Why are they making that mistake? At one point, and I don't remember what the case was because we, we were all standing up, we were tearing your house down yesterday, Chris. I'm sorry for the damage, but there was a point yesterday where I know something went wrong. Cleary's arguing with the ref, and instead of saying that's the rule, he said that's my ruling. That's the way I saw. Yeah, it. it's his opinion. It's not about opinion. It's not about your opinion. Yeah. It's about the rule book. I what, said this what, to read it. what do the rules say? What were the rules? As opposed to the way you saw it. What are the actual I'm rules? sick of the bunker and the referees having their opinion. It's not your opinion, I'll tell you, there was a telling factor in the game too that, again, referee Klein involved because he loves to see his face on the screen. When, when Jake Trebojevic was penalised deep in their territory on the fourth tackle for a flop, you remember that? He got penalised yep. for flopping. Yep. The, ex the set of six preceding that one. Prior to that. Prior, yeah, preceding that one. That's what preceding means. And prior to that, Bass. <laughs> and prior to that, which precedes that one. <laughs> On the last the tackle, Carrigan flopped in. I remember. Ashley yeah, Klein let it go. And I, was, up. and I was blowing up going, what about the freaking flop, right? Lo and behold, 
the next set of six, he saw the flop for Queensland. I don't know if that was the script. The script was, they're playing a decider at home. They're missing Munster. They've lost two to concussion. I want to get to my car safely. I don't want to riot. Yeah. Let me just turn a blind eye and let him do as they please. I don't need a can of VB in the head as I'm trying to walk off. So, the you know 4X, what? Sorry, 4X. Hats off to them. Considering they, like I said, they lost, uh, what's his name? Munster. Arguably, probably the, the number one player in origin these days for how he can actually turn a game on its head, the way he can influence a game, the way he can influence the outcome of a game. He was missing. They found a way. I've got to take my hat off to Ben Hunt. He plays halfback all year for the Dragons, plays hooker for, uh, for Queensland, right? And then somehow moved to lock. So, look, see what I mean? Like, they had Harry Grant on there. They had Dearden on there. They had Daly Cherry Evans on there. They had Ben Hunt on there. They had four fucking playmakers running the show all over the park. Our game plan was, give it to Cleary. Just give the ball to Cleary. He'll do it all. Fuck off, Brett. Honestly, Brett Fittler, fuck off. You are a brainless tweet. You are a brainless tweet. Who would you get, Bass? To do what? To catch up. At this stage, not Brad Fiddler. I don't. I don't have faith in him. It was Brad Fiddler. Who, who do we get? Who do we get? That game that the worst Queensland team ever won against us with um, Wayne Bennett. Fiddler's fault. We should never have lost that. We should never have lost that. How are we losing those games? How are we looking at these decisions where we got plays that we know should be in there, and there's plays that are in there that shouldn't be in there, and we all say it. It's as plain as day, and we know it. And we complain about this leading up to the state of origin. Sure enough, it comes and bites us in the ass. How are they not getting that right? What is wrong with these guys, the super coach, the super player of the past, biggest personality in the game? How does he not get it right? And well, you know, yet we can see it. Yeah, but you know why he's getting it wrong? Who's his right-hand man too, Bass? That sits with him in the box. With a shiny bald head. What? Yeah, McGregor. Huh? What's his input? Ah, uh, Chris, you're still a bit upset about No, McGregor. no, no, no. no but he's just right. What is he? What's McGregor's resume? What is he? What's McGregor's resume? What is he? I agree, I agree. I'm what is he? Just saying that he's got PTSD. No, but like, he, these guys keep finding a job. These guys keep finding a job. There's a job If for you're the not boys. good at NRL level, okay, what, what are you... i tell you, any are you club, any good? Are you good at New South Wales? Any club contemplating fucking giving Freddie Fittler a full-time coaching gig? The Origin Series to Wayne Bennett that he lost a couple of years ago and this one here... If that isn't your um, thank, don't call us, we'll call yeah. you moment, I don't know what it is. He's not cut out, honestly. He ha he doesn't know how to adjust on the run. Like, it's it's he's written it in pen or he's engraved it with a hammer and chisel onto a stone tablet and it cannot be changed. That's it. I he, know. He doesn't adjust. It's like, it's like he's read the Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance the week before and said, hey, listen, boys, I'm going to come and take you guys through a few exercises to... Just, you know, rest your mind and ease your heart. And but just the way he talks, he, th he thinks it's a big joke. In general, like, life's a big joke. Just the way he talks. You can't take him serious. You don't know if he's joking or what. But uh, who would you give it to? Like, would you give it to someone like a, you know who a like Shane Flanagan that, that can't get a job but, but, but would go in there? Wayne Bennett. He wouldn't do it. Not for all yeah, the money no in the world. No chance in hell he would do that. Don't laugh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Don't laugh, but right now, right now, with the current players that we've got, and the way that we should be out-muscling Queensland every fucking time we play them, I'd really be knocking on Bellamy's door. I Be think Bellamy did coach him. He coached them when he was playing against Cronk, Smith, Inglis, Thurston, and, and, and. They're gone. They don't play for him anymore. They don't play for him anymore. He, right now, could take this New South Wales side 
He's only got one more year left, so. Well, has it, what do you mean? He's only, he's only signed for one more year. year. I would be really knocking on his door and saying, right, stamp, you've stamped your authority on every aspect in the game except origin. This is your time. Take this New South Wales side to the dizzying heights that once looked on Queensland. And I think he's the guy because um, I don't think Fitler is a marshaller of troops. Like, what, what speech is he going to give? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Fitler's like got that, he's one of the boys. It's that it's that thing about Fitler that, like Chris said, he's a larrikin, he's a jokester. You can't take him seriously. He's one of the boys. You need a taskmaster for origin. You need a guy that's going to put you in and say, listen, keep your mouth shut. Don't give the media anything they want to hear. Don't say anything other than, yes sir, yes sir, three bags full. We're here to play footy. We'll discuss the stuff after the series is over. No. Freddie Fitler won game two, 42 to 12, and he thinks, right, Munster's out. This should be a cakewalk. Let's keep it simple, stupid, and we should win the game. All we talk about is, or sorry, all we hear about is Freddie Fitler um, making the boys walk around the field with no shoes. Their breathing exercises and those sorts of things. That's all we hear about. Yeah, he spent one too many weekends in Byron Bay. Train, if you ask train me. them. Get them on the field. Get them out. They're of walking the around the field with no shoes. For what? I think it's a. It's 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 time that we threw out the rule book. Don't worry what you're supposed to do. Do what you have to do. Pick a team that's going to win every game. It's Don't be scared to tinker with the side for every game. At the end of the day, you know what? You've got an extended squad. If you turn up to the game and it's pissing down rain, you need to adjust the side and pick mudlarks. 100%, 100%. Do you know what I'm saying, Absolutely. Johnny? Yeah. So Absolutely. There's, there's, you go to a racetrack and they say to you, this horse is a, is a wet weather runner, this horse is a fast track runner. You've gone and it's pissing down rain, you've got an hour before kickoff to adjust your side, adjust your fucking side I accordingly. Agree. You're going up to Queensland to play in hostile territory. It's a decider. It's going to be a bash fest. Pick players that are going to say, I'm here, come you bastards. But we're the only sport in the world that don't even do that. We have to stick to our guns. We're winning. Like, I spoke about it earlier. Like, other sports in Europe, like soccer teams, they've got different competitions. They pick the squad. Like, they're saving their squad for another competition or for... You've got to adjust. You got to... Like you said, you've got to adjust to the conditions. You're going to Queensland, there's 52,000 screaming fans. Who, who are you going to pick? Nice blokes or we need grubs? Filter the resumes out by police record. Who do you, who do you pick? Every one of us in this room knew that Queensland were going to come at us 110%. It was going to be fast, furious and brutal. Brad Fittler seems to be the only person that didn't see this happening. Bass, can I ask you something? Because oh. I, I know you're a big fan. Um, Teddy ran for 292 metres yesterday. <laughs> He seemed to be going, okay, well, I need to do something here. Lead by example. Is he a captain that actually tells people what they need to do or is he just saying, well, I just need to do something about this and tries to do it himself, which doesn't work. Because, mate, I tell you what, that guy, he ran for 292. I thought he ran for almost 600 metres yesterday. I think if you add up his metres from the three games, he's run for 1,000 metres himself. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And what he was doing yesterday was he was like the only player. Well, that's what you want from your captain, isn't it? I know it? you want that, but you also need somebody to say, listen, guys, we need to settle. We need to do something about this. Why don't we do this? You even tell Cleary what to do. But instead, he just thought, the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to grab the ball and try and do it myself. Now, I know from the corporate world, you've got a manager who doesn't rely on their team to do the work. Is a manager that's going to fail. You try and do everything. You're going to be there until midnight every day. You never see your family. That's the way you're getting perfection. Well, I tell you what, it's going to kill you. Uh, that's what it looked like yesterday. It looked like... 
Teddy was out there just trying to do it himself instead of saying, I've got these people at my fingertips. I've got to get them doing what they do best. For me personally, you, you look to your captain when the chips are down to spark you with a run. Like, he, he tried his heart out. That's Teddy. That's what you're going to get from him. But on the flip side, let me reverse that with a question to you. Cameron Murray, we all say, is a gun player. The guy that you want in the trenches with you and everything. South's made him captain. He's had an ordinary year. Sometimes the captaincy doesn't suit certain but people. But I think they're the same in that respect, Baz. Yeah. I think they are the same people in that respect. So who do you have as captain? Nathan Cleary? I, I wonder if you have to. Why? Because he Has he showed himself captain material? He does. When Who's it comes the captain to the Panthers, for Penrith? The Panthers are the he's most a, he's captain for Penrith. Okay, well, Teddy's the captain for the Roosters. Like, no, I know that, Bass. I know that. But yeah, but you Bass, you, said yeah, but that you hate him sometimes for the Roosters. Who? Teddy, because he doesn't speak up. He doesn't do anything. As far as voicing your opinion to the referee. He's got no, no idea. No, but no. showing his potential and, and leading the way, that's what he does. Well, that's what you... Uh, but Bass, he, his ability, no question. Okay. No question at all. But so, but what are we questioning then? His captaincy. Well, his in what leadership. sense? In what sense? I don't other, know. Other, other than lead by example on, in an origin arena, no, but you're what other captain? Cook needed to come on and spark these people. You need a captain at this point to try and settle your team, get them all breathing and focusing on what they need to do. These guys came out, they were shell-shocked. Settle them. Get them back to the plan. Get Whatever that fucking plan was, I don't know, whatever Freddie had in mind, but get them back to what they were supposed to be doing from the start. Queensland dictated the rules. They needed to say, right, We've got to play this okay. in terms again. I, when you and I played, yeah, yeah, when you and I played, we had a team captain, didn't we? Who was our team captain? Matt Lewis. Okay. Who was the captain of the forwards? It was you. It was me. And I used to always take my fucking forwards aside and I used to say to them, don't worry about the twinkle toes that are going to score the tries. They're going to score the tries off the back of our hard work. Nobody gets through you today. Nobody fucking runs around you today. Nobody outmuscles you today. Nobody gets it over you today. Today's our day. Yes or no? So who's the leader of our pack? But that's what I'm trying to get at. So Tedesco might be your captain on the field because you've got the C next to his name. But when you're talking about the Origin Arena... You need three or four guys out there when the chips are down to say, right, you two with me, you two with him, you two. There's none of that. I don't see that. Like yesterday, Tino took it upon himself. Danny Cherians is the captain, is he not? Yeah. Did Ben Hunt not lead the side? Yeah. Didn't he lead the way? He did. Did not Harry Grant lead the way? Did not Tino lead the way? Don't worry about who's the captain on your field. You're looking for leaders. We don't have leaders. That's what we're missing. We were missing that in big teams. We were missing when the chips are down, somebody to go, right, you, me, the next fucker that runs the ball, we're going to knock him from here to kingdom come. Yeah, do you know who would have done that? Victor Radley. But that's what... Victor Radley would have put a big hit on Clemmer, and said, come with Radley. me. Exactly. So to answer your question, don't worry about Tedesco being the captain with a C on his name. Where were the leaders? Where were the seniors? Yeah, so Bass... Everyone went missing. So Bass, we hated Tariq Sims. Right? We, we, we thought he never... What time? But like, we always go back to the point we just stayed, we stated before. Pick him for game three because it was going to be a grub fest. We knew that. And he's a grub. Tariq Sims is a grub. So you pick him in Queensland because he's the only bloke that can... He can take the noise. I can't believe, I'm, can I, noise. I can't believe I'm saying this. But, but, but you know who game we needed one, yesterday? He was shit. Game you know, one, he was shit. You know who we needed yesterday? Yeah. Uh, uh, and I say his name not because you needed him, but you needed somebody with his mentality. You needed a Matt Lodge yesterday. Oh, you needed an absolute See? fucking that's grub. grub yesterday. That's who, that's, that's who yeah, you... So can you're changing your tune about Matt. No, hey! I don't like him. I told you. No, no, no. Did you not hear what I said? Who played this week? Did you not hear what I said? I'm using his name because you needed a, a light player. Yeah, he's a New South Welshman. 
Well, he plays for the Roosters now, so he can get a gig. So he'll get $15,000 next year on the back of Freddie. So <laughs> yes, the Roosters will sign You're assuming that he's at our club next year. But you so do the Roosters agree, will sign for you do agree with what I'm saying, don't you? Nah. You needed a guy with that Matt Lodge mentality, right? But that's what I'm trying to say I'm here. I'm here. Run through me can if I, you want. Can I ask yeah, but Bass, that's what I'm trying to say. Tariq Sam's was shit house in game one. You put him on that plate to Queensland because he's a grub. No. You, you know who else would have actually done okay yesterday? Because you're talking about the mongrel. Sean Lane is another person I would have had in that team. Would have done better than what we had Mate, yesterday. We would have, listen, we named the two that we should have that should have been there with the two grubs. One's yeah. from South. What's his name? Ola Kalatu. Ola Kalatu and Kaloa Matangi. Kaloa Matangi. Well, look, I said they're, that. They're, they're no, no, the but two, I said that to you. That's I, who you need. Yeah, but after even they had after seeing them play for Samoa, is that who they play for, Tonga or Samoa? One of the two. They played, they had Ola Kalatu, Kaloa Matangi, Tao Malolo was their lock. They played those three together and they still got tailed up by New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, but they, they, the, the rest of the halves and the fullback and that were But crap. still, you if, know, you, if you throw them in a good side like that, that. Isn't that just like what the Queensland did to us yesterday? They just hijacked us. They hijacked the game. Mm. Well, at the end of the day, we're missing. We need to sit down and we need to say, right, he's got 12 months, Freddie, because I think We've he, got to get a full he'll, pack and he'll, keep, he'll keep the gig, but he needs to look around and say, right, after the, the savaging that we copped yesterday, we need... Like, and you look through the history of origin, yeah? Carl Webb. Gordon Tallis. Webke. Tallis. Andrew G. Dowling. G. Chris Choppy Close. Gilmeister. These They're were grubs. grubs. They were grubs. When your side is down and out, you look at the, one of these grubs to cut somebody in half, knock the ball out of his hand and say, let's go. Let's go. Victor Radley would have cut somebody in half yesterday. 100%. But let's choose him on the extended bench part of the 22-man squad for game two. And now he's gone somewhere else. Where is he? Where was he? Look, I don't understand. Look, what are you doing, Freddie? Can we just put a, a line through this and say, Freddie failed us yesterday? 100%. Could, yeah. could a gr- like, Team selection and game plan. As much could as four, it, Could four grubs that we just named, like, you know, like, Lodge, Tariq Sims, Victor Radley. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in Jack DeBellin. Right? A grub. Any four would have been worse than Talakai yesterday? No. No. He's played centre his whole se- the whole season so far. So we threw him in the back row. He could have played back row yesterday. As much as he hurts to say, you know and, I mean? and although we lost, it was one of the most brutal origins oh, I've seen in I a loved long it. He was the best. Yeah, can I, but let's all agree on that. And, and you know what? Although we're upset about the loss and we're frustrated by it, how animated we were yesterday, man. We were yelling, we were standing up. Mate, it was just bash and barge, and I did love that aspect of the game. I reckon that I all let it go. Absolutely loved it. Bitterly disappointed by the result, but I got to say that was one of the best games oh, I have yeah. seen in a long time. I reckon that I all let it go though. I reckon they said it's game three. Just I got, go I got for no it. Problem with that? Just go for it. And I reckon the I reckon uh, Ashley Klein would have said, mate, they would have told him just let it go. But game three and let it go. The spectacle. It was bashing. But that's what I'm talking yeah. about. See, if, if you watch them, right, if you watch the Queenslanders and the way they did it, it was like they made sure their arms got tangled with the ball carrier. They made sure their legs got tangled in there when they were getting up. They held on for as long as they had to. And our players seeing this think, okay, well, this is the tone that's been set. This is what's been allowed to get away with. Let's do it. No. Didn't do it? No. They got the first Freddie said we should do this, and that's what we're going to do. And I, I strongly believe that's what Freddie said. Don't play that game. They're gonna. That game was they're missing players. They're desperate. We should win this game easy if we stick to the game plan. They're gonna, they're gonna niggle you. They're gonna. They're gonna. Don't react. And here's the other thing, Bass. As we said before, as in previous games, they're gonna do that. Don't play that game. That was winning for him. It was working for him. Why don't we change things up again? 
adjust, change the game plan. No. Okay. All right. That's State of Origin 3 for 2022. Done, dusted, series lost. Bitterly disappointed. Um, let's just call it there. We won't be talking about this weekend's games because it's highly unlikely that this podcast isn't going to come out in time. I am going away for a couple of weeks on business uh, overseas and it's going to make it very difficult to do a podcast. Um, so we're probably going to have to just lay low for a couple of weeks unless you guys want to do something yourselves. Well, so I suggest to all our listeners maybe listen to 20 minutes of this podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> Space it out over three weeks till till our our globe-trotting bitch K-Roos comes back. Maybe you should have said that at the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So uh, you're going to have a bit of a break from us, but we'll certainly be back. And as I said, by that stage, we'll be on the Anchor platform and uh, we'll certainly let you guys know how you can find our podcast. Commiserations to all you New South Welshmen. We didn't deserve that. But still a great game of footy all the same. Bass, anything you want to say signing off? Yeah, why didn't we deserve that? Because as the fans, we didn't deserve that. We deserve better. Well, the fans deserve better. Well, our fans. De- the team got what, what well, had, they had come. Maybe, maybe we should demand more of our team. Maybe we shouldn't turn up to support them for a for a home game in New South Wales just to send the message that if you're going to dish out rubbish, we're not going to come out and support you. That's two fucking series that we should have won a couple of years ago when Wayne Bennett took the helm for a, a one-off series and uh, schooled Freddie Fittler and. Here again, we lose at home in front of 82,000 screaming. We lose at home in front of 82,000 fans. Billy, first time coach. First time. Schooled by Billy Slater. First time coaching Billy Slater, right? Like, come on. Queenslander, Uh, I'm going to call it. Good on them. Well done to them, mate. You know what? Congratulations. You've got to take your hat off to superior opposition, and they were superior opposition. 100%. But the podcast did end five minutes ago. Chris? Johnny? Chris? Thank you very much. We'll miss you I'll miss you guys too. Send us some photos. I will. Chris, are we going to do what we said? What's that? When he gets to the airport, we're going to ring in and say, although his name is Johnny K. Roos on his passport, his name is Ahmed Mustafa <laughs> Al-Abbas Al- Ashimlawi. So uh, pull him aside and uh, <laughs> fondle his by thought. That's not funny. Oh, it is. No, that's not funny. And he's taking this white kid with him as a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, this is my son. Not really, my son. Blue eyes. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm Johnny K. Roos. We'll catch up again with you guys in two weeks' time. Good luck to your teams this week, unless, of course, you're playing the Rabbitohs, and that means the Bulldogs. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.